And we're live, live and back at you. Welcome, 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 and happy new year to all of our friends, all of our supporters out there, you know, in the US and abroad, especially out there in Africa, as we are once again Africans talk football. How are you boys doing tonight? Pretty good, man. How about you? Good, man. Good, man. First episode of 2024. It's kind of crazy to think we've been like, what's this, our our third official year? Or I guess technically our fourth official year yeah. doing it, at, which is which is kind of nuts. Um, yeah. Happy New Year to all of you out there, whether you're watching this live right now via YouTube or whether you're going to catch this, you know, in the following days. Um, I hope everyone out there had a safe and enjoyable New Year. Um, it's kind of crazy being in, you know, Ohio for the first time in a long time. It, it didn't snow. It rained a little bit, but. The weather was actually decent. Um, how about you down there in Southern Ohio, Salah? Um, I actually had the uh, fortunate pleasure of spending Christmas in North Carolina, where it Ooh, was okay. seventy degrees mm-hmm. warm. <laughs> I was in a t-shirt and some shorts. Uh, <laughs> so I uh, very warm Christmas, definitely one to remember for sure. Nice, love that, love that. Um, yeah, man, like I've been saying as honestly have we've been saying for the last few weeks this december january time is always it's always a very very busy time especially when it comes to the premier league um and then with this year with having christmas and new year's on a monday i feel like boxing day felt a little you know there was no monday scaries you know you were able to wake up on that monday hopefully not hungover and you know enjoy all the football that we were able to enjoy this year um and kind of just want to get right into it because we have a few games to touch on especially for each of our teams so the last time we we touched base it was right after rasmus hoyland got his first premier league goal with a 3-2 win over to aston villa at home um i feel like everybody was in good spirits definitely how you want to end the new year and then you know right at the beginning of <laughs> or right at the end of 2023 they saw forest at home and you know it, it seems like united can't just get two three wins in a row this year it's you know you move forward three steps and then back five steps you move forward two steps and then back three steps um and i was actually able to watch this game and and shout out to rashford for getting you know one of one of the first goals in a long time. I think he's sitting on three goals this year, four in the Prem. But um, Gibbs White with an equalizer or with the with the game-winning goal at the 82nd minute. Uh, it felt like Nottingham Forest always was going to get that winning goal, in my opinion. Salam, were you able to watch the match? And did it just tell more of the same this year? Or Yeah. I mean, of course, I watched <clears> – <throat> Uh, and I wasn't. Dis- I mean, I wasn't surprised. Uh, another disappointing uh, performance from a team that um, we should be beating, regardless of if we're away at home or not. Um, I think um, more or less the performance I saw against Nottingham Forest was the same average performance I saw against Aston Villa, um, West Ham. I know we won that Aston Villa game, but again, it's the two mistakes that hurt us in the first half. West Ham, we were average, and once again, we were average against them. Nottingham Forest as well, too. Hats off to um, the first person I want to recognize for sure is Anthony Ilanga. I thought he had an exceptional game. 
definitely you could see he was up for it um, and had something to prove. So um, shouts off to him. I like Gibbs White. I think Gibbs White could be um, – I think Gibbs White could be a good squad player in a, in a top four side. Um, I don't know if you're going to win with him in the lineup, um, if he's your go-to guy, but I think that there's some – I think he's English too. So, I mean, like, you know, there, there's an option there for South Korea or whoever's, you know, in charge. But um, – when it comes to United, uh, we make a lot of mistakes in the back, and we can't score. Two very bad combinations if um, you're going into a football match. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I think that it's more or less just kind of where we are as a team, consistently inconsistent. Um, I'm hopeful with the return of guys like Lissandro and Casemiro, um, and hopefully Varane can continue staying healthy and playing. I think those three could um, make an impact in the second half of the season. But, yeah, man, I just don't think that we're that good of a team right now, and more of this is going to continue until we can get different guys in there. I I did want to say something before I did want to move on, though. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not Ten Hag out, but I'm I'm Ten Hag hmm? cautious. Yeah, not Ten Hog out, but I'm Ten Hog hmm? because, you know, I'm looking at some of the decisions that were made. A big, you know, when I look at He's that game, when I look at this game versus Nottingham Forest, I look at the decision of taking Kobe Manu off, arguably probably our best midfielder over the past few games. Um and the fact that you took him off um, and you put someone like McTominay in there, someone who has cost us uh, goals, the same type of goals too, the same person who doesn't track his runners, I think that decision was ultimately the decision that um, hurt us because McTominay got in, we instantly look worse, and we conceded the goal. So um, you got to question his decision-making, um, quite frankly, I know that Kobe Main has played a lot and he's a youth player, but like, again, like, so it's important that we manage his minutes. But for me, that's where the game went south. And um, I just, you got to question a lot of his decision making um, because, you know, a lot of what this guy does doesn't make sense. Andre Onano is supposed to be leaving for AFCON and we are begging him to stay so he can play against Tottenham. So for me, that tells me one of two things. One, it just looks very weak on your part as a manager um, because it's not like this guy is making, you know, world-class saves. But I have to ask, how bad is this Bayender guy? This guy from Turkey bought. Terrible. You know what I'm saying? Because the fact that, like, if if, if we're begging Andre Onana, Cameroon, to to not let him go to the AFCON uh, for him to play a game against Tottenham, he literally has a game the following day. I just think that it's crazy. I think that, again, like you just have to look at the manager and question, is this Turkish guy not good enough? Is he not up to the level that's required? Because why haven't we seen one minute of him? Not even in any FA Cup, Carabao Cup, any games where, you know, we haven't seen him at all. We've just let Andre Onana be in there. And, yeah, he hasn't been perfect. um, But there have been a few times where I thought, Maybe you take him out 
and put this new guy in just so that he's under he's not under the fire but i don't know maybe this guy isn't as good and i wouldn't be surprised considering some of the guys that this manager has brought in the door so something to think about i don't know i've been i've been saying this for a minute though it's his decision he doesn't he has blaming this like he does he has a good amount of blame in 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 this i don't know i don't want to say rut but in this in this situation that he has in his hands like he definitely has he has uh he has some blame so I but know. i feel like but like how who 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 else is there to put in like besides it's easy to say like don't put in mctominay but i remember i texted you guys wow look at our bench and our bench was like it's very bad That's true. <laughs> you, you know but yeah man and i think that sorry the last thing that i do want to say Jaden sancho this pains me to say this because you guys know I um, was very enthusiastic about Jaden Sancho coming to me. Look at you. you put it on wax. You put it on. We need to run the tape yeah. back. We need to run the tape back one time. I made a TikTok. Check me out on TikTok, Mr. <laughs> Neil. I had over 15.7K views. Uh, I, I thought it did well. I thought I did well. I thought, you know, like, but... Um, I think Jaden Sancho, his story at Manchester United has obviously been a disappointment. Um, I think um, underdelivered, overpaid. Um, you could say that about sure. him and, and and a lot of players that have you know been playing for us and wore the United shirt over the past uh, ten years. But um, I think with the, I think it's very sad um, to see him go back to Dortmund. Um, and to be honest with you, I think it says a lot about. Um, him. Most importantly, him. Just because I, I, I feel as if, um, you know, the the manager. This all started because the manager was asked a question in in an interview, saying, "Why wasn't he there?" And he gave the answer. And all of a sudden, he made it out to be a thing of like, "Oh well, he's making me out. I'm the scapegoat. This and that." I'm not um, saying sorry. <laughs> yeah. But like I just don't understand like, but I I also understand Mike's point to where this you know yes sir you know like schoolboy mentality is like not gonna work especially nowadays with um, um, amongst the, the 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 players that are playing in today's game like that's not gonna work. But I think the Jaden Sancho situation is disappointing. Obviously, hopefully he can go play well at Dortmund um, and hopefully give you know the current manager or potentially a new manager um something to think about going into next season but i wish him the best i think that it's best for both parties i think that it's a good look for ten hog that someone like that isn't in the team but i also think that it's good for sancho because he gets to go out and play and you know at the end of the day we have to look out for the investment that was made in him and we gotta we gotta make something shake out of him so do you think do you think this is where would you put this on the bus list, like of of signings? I'm not just saying United. I'm just saying in in general because this is like, I'm sorry this this whole signing was a bust. Like, yeah, I mean, definitely one of the most bust, bro. You didn't even say, have a full six months. I would say bigger than the. Um, I would say I know a lot of people, especially as of late, have a lot of energy for Anthony. I don't think this is anywhere even near Anthony. 
I think this is by far one of the worst. And what makes it one of the worst is because of his wages. When you look at the wages and you look at the 300 bags, right? Yeah. And when you look at the expected um, contribution that was expected, you know, yeah. expected is it, it, this is this is really bad. Um, and I think <laughs> you look you look back, you look back and I think. You look back at, and, and I and I think of guys. Mo- most of the guys that I think about are all United guys. But like Paul Pogba wasn't as bad as this. Paul no. Pogba actually was actually very good. Um, Compared to this, Bro. I would say he was almost as bad as. No, I mean I think this is probably this probably takes it. I mean. It's bad, bro. This is a real yeah. bad one. It didn't. Like, it, it didn't help that Ole that he that he went to Ole, but definitely bad. Yeah. I, I mean, know. who else would you say? Who Who else is up there? One of the biggest busts of the Premier League. I mean, I busts in quotation marks. So I guess it's all. It's all relative. I guess. It's objective, but I think it was just so huge because, I mean, he was. He was one of the the young talents emerging, you know what I'm saying? Like when we heard about Jaden Sancho five, six years ago when he was 18 at Dortmund with that squad, it was him, it was Jude, I mean Haaland. I mean, like when you think about the players that he played with, and then this move was supposed to be big, you know, coming back to his Oh, I got one. I got one. Boyhood club. Was he was he a bigger bust than Alexis Sanchez for United? Because I think Alexis Sanchez was a wow, that was a bust. But he was there that, for that 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 was he you but at least he played though. At least he played. Yeah, he didn't play well. He was on 350. He was yeah. almost touching 400. You know that? Hey, he, I don't, he was he was, collecting he two should, people's wages. Bro, he was he was he should have never left Arsenal, man. He he talks about that mistake too. He was like, I should have never left. No, I think it was I think you guys were in the right of moving on from him, but I, I agree. I don't think that he he shouldn't have came to us because that's <laughs> well. I don't know if he didn't come to us, he wouldn't have won the scudetto um, years later. So that's true. Everything happens for a reason. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, let's just sound. No, this is worse, bro. This is worse. Just like not only the play was bad, but like, bro. I, yeah, I don't know. This is this was worse. But but would you but would you say what you expected? Like we, Alexis Sanchez, when he was at Arsenal, was in his prime. For sure. What we thought of Jaden Sancho was, it's this idea of what he could be. I don't know. Maybe he goes back to Dorman and he's he's back to sizzling Sancho. No, I'm just saying. But he could go back and he could also be the the overweight slow Sancho we've seen. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, he's he been popping out on IG, you know? Fresh trim. He looks fit. To his fair, yeah, fresh trim. But to be fi- to be fair, in preseason, he was our best player. And and, and, I, and I do feel him in, in the sense of, like, you know, a lot of these guys have done so much more. But then again, it's like, bro – you had a little break this season. You had a spout with the with the guy last season. You left the last season. You Fast. left. Like, which kind of makes me think, you know what? Gabriel, I think you're right. I think he 
even though Alexis Sanchez was paid more, I think that this guy was way more of a bust. Yeah. I just want to say this up there. For me, it's high. It's high in the sky on the list. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I would agree. Um, And it's tough because we know that the talent's there, too. Like, we know it's there. And we know what he could have provided for your squad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys, whether we like it or not, you guys are still, what, top six, top seven on the table? A player like him truly would have helped. But, you know, it is what it is. It's a new year. It's January. We're going to probably see some movement all around. But where we have started to see some movement is on the table. Arsenal. They looked like they were flying high and, you know, in the blink of an eye, went from first place to fourth place with two big losses. Um, kind of just talk about that, you know, and and pretty much I, I want you to talk about the two losses and and like what you thought about your team, because we've seen Arsenal go down and come back before. Specifically this year, you guys have had some big wins where you were down and come back. But it seems like you ran into some teams that I wouldn't say, you know, you guys are always going to beat, but teams that are now more capable than in the past. So, you know, when you look at the table and, and where you guys are, how do you feel about that? Um, I think, I mean, based on these last two matches, I feel like we're, we're, we're where we deserve to be. It's bad as that sounds, but some of the things that I've seen recently look bad, like, um, I just think at the end of the day, like I understand defensive mistakes are going to happen in like the, in the West Ham game, like that stuff happens. Like I'm not even really worried defensively. If I'm being completely honest, like defensively outside of, outside of Zinchenko, like one V one, like I'm not even trying to be funny outside of that situation. I am not worried about anything defensively because half the time Zinni's not even getting caught one V one. Like if we're, if we're being completely honest, like he's really, we're really never in that situation. So defensively, bro, I don't feel bad because, I mean, if you look at it, we're still bottom in the, uh, we're still top of the tape. We're still first for uh, goals against. We have the least goals against out of, in, out of anyone in the entire league. Like it speaks for itself. But where we really fall short is goals four out of the top. I think I think we're we're sixth or seventh in goals four. 37 goals. Newcastle have more goals than us. Tottenham have more goals than us. These are teams that are below us on the table. I think Brighton has like a goal, one, the same amount or maybe one more than us. And that's where the problem is. Like, so when I go into a, a match like Fulham, like, yes, we didn't play well, but don't sit here and say like, we didn't have our chances. Like we, we had chances. Like Saka had chances. Martinelli could have put the ball and we could have had chances. Like, and yes, we didn't play the best, but I'm, at this point, I'm just looking like offensively, bro. Like, and, and even Fulham short showed even more of that. Like, and I think you know, of course, West Ham. You know, I think VAR played us. I'm sorry that ball is out. Just, just want to, just oh, want to be clear. The, the ball is out, and I don't, I don't want to hear. Oh, it's not conclude. Like, the ball is out, bro. Let's be, let's keep it a whole stack. Like, and I think you know this season is just gonna be. It is what it is with the, you know, with um with these decisions and I think next year, hopefully they're going to have that goal line technology on the sideline. Cause it's, it's too many times now that it's happened for so many teams that they don't have an angle or this and the third, like we just need the same technology. I don't see how you can have it on the sideline, but now on the, 
or have it for the goal line, but on the sideline doesn't or end line doesn't make any sense. But um, but yeah, no, you know, it was it was good to get uh or not to get one back in that one. But yeah, that one was just like it's just unacceptable performance. Um and and like I said, I don't really don't think it's defensively, I think it's offensively. And it's unfortunate too, because if we want to win a title, like we can't afford to lose point drop points at home. Like you look at Aston Villa, the reason that they're in the position they are right now is because they don't drop points at home. Were they 16 unbeaten or something like that? Like they don't drop points there. You can't afford to drop points at home. Um, and I feel like we 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 lost two matches and and we're like like we, I said last season when we were in, in a position where we kept dropping points. I said we've already used our our you know our our losses like our loss cards. Like we only ha- we can only you know obtain so many losses to the point where the league is unattainable at that point. Now I'm looking at past tables like bro. 27 matches, 28 matches. If you win 27, 28 matches, most you'll be one or two for the most part. Like there are very like few years, past couple of years, you know, where someone didn't win 27 or 28 matches and they didn't win the Prem. Um, of course, like you know, but even the year when uh, Liverpool and City went to it, I think City had 30 and Liverpool had like 28 or 29, but they had mad draws and City had a couple more losses. So it's like. 28 games really seals it. And if we want to hit 28 games, I mean, that's 16 out of what? <laughs> you feel me? 18 more games that we have? Yeah. So in the reality of things, I'm looking at it like, bro, at this point, I'm looking at it like, we need to go to an, on a seven-game win, win streak. Like, we have no other choice for it because we dropped points at home against West Ham. And then now we're playing a team who's 14th, 15th on the table, 16th on the table. And I don't care if it's away. We're much better than Fulham. Like, yeah, much better than Fulham. And I look in the Fulham match, like, we get the goal early. You know, Saka gets a – it's a deflect – the goalie makes the saves, hits it to Saka, you know, he's on side, gets a, a deflection in the goal. But it's – after that, it's like they just went on cruise and didn't do anything. Until we got scored on. Then we're like, oh, we got to we gotta wake up. Like, like I've been saying, this team is – is not smelling blood. Like when, when we lose to a team, we, okay, we'll go get it back in blood, right? But it shouldn't take us losing to a team to go have to get it back in blood the next time we play them or whatever the case may be. Like when you smell blood, bro, yeah, you you have to go. Like we got a we got a goal in the in the fourth minute away from home. Shut the crowd up, like quick. Why why is it looking like on the on the back? But now, now we're not trying to control the ball. We're being lazy. Like there, there's no tempo. There's no rhythm to our 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 play. Like, and it makes no sense to me. And then we go and we get scored on. And we come back on. We get scored on again. And then again, you just have guys not finishing chances. Like West Ham game, Jesus had two headers this match. Saka after the Saka had a clear chance off of a, 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 a ball that got. Got through to him on Loki on a, on a deflection off a cross. Not I'm sorry, bro. You got to finish. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's what else you want me to say? You have to be better, bro. Like, if y'all want to win a title, I'm sorry, but now we put ourselves in a predicament where now we have to go on a run. Like, you have no other choice. And we have some tough matchups coming too. Like, we play Liverpool on Sunday, a confidence game. Like, it's for the FA Cup, but still, that's another cup we're in. Week after that, like, we have to put these teams away. And we and, and at this point, there is 
no reason we should be dropping points at home. Like I can understand if it's, you know, like a, a Liverpool, a city, you know, uh, a top team and we get a draw, but losing at home is dead now. Like we already used those cards. We use that. We use that card against West Ham. We use that card against, against, a, against, a, um, what's it called? Villa. We use those cards already. We cannot afford to drop points at home. Not win. Not even draws. Like a draw would be the most that we could do. We cannot afford it. And past the performances, man, I'm just disappointed in the play. Like, and, and a little bit our tether too, because I didn't like the lineup for Fulham at all. I'm sorry, but and Ketsy doesn't need to start. He just does like in this side, we have too much at stake where if it's not necessary, he doesn't need to start. And our, and, and Ketsy hasn't shown me anything goal scoring wise that Jesus wouldn't like. And Jesus is a better player with toxicity, so I really don't like that start. But I mean, at the end of the day, man, these got uh, up top. Like, we we got to get it together. It's there's no other there's no other place to look but the the guys up top. And Martinelli, you've been nowhere. I haven't seen that guy in in weeks. Jesus, nowhere. I haven't seen you in weeks. Saka, you got to. You have, we have to learn how to beat this 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 press or this uh um getting doubled getting doubled on like. We we have to figure it out. If we don't, that's the that's the um that's the title right there. If we don't figure it out, that's the title right there. So I just I just think we need to figure it out offensively, and we need to bring in a striker, like I, I've been saying. Um, because I mean, even half the time when Martinelli and Saka get the ball, they have no one to pass the ball in, or cross the ball into. There's no one in the box there. We we'll have Trussard there. He's not going to win a header. Jesus, you can tell he can't head the ball, and he's never in there either. The, the guy who um. The guy who uh, what's it called, scores the most on crosses and headers is Kai Havertz for the most part. He's the only guy who's really in those advanced positions. So, um, yeah, man, we need we need to get get it together up front. Do you think? Um, because I'm I've been seeing online that like a lot of people are trying to pin it on one on, on this person or it's that person. I agree with you. I I think. You guys obviously need a nine. That's like one of the the biggest glaring holes that is in your team. Um, can you address? I guess the <laughs> a lot of people online are making a thing about Declan Rice not being able to play passes forward. I don't necessarily disagree with all of that, but I don't think that that's a necessarily a why you guys aren't creating the chances that you're creating. Um, but do you think? But do you think? One, the squad depth could be a reason why you don't win the Premier League title this year. And two, do you think you're getting enough production from certain players in your team? Nemo. I thought Havers was very poor. Um, and, and, you know. I mean. I'll name another. I just was wondering. What was your first question again? You said, do, do I have like one or certain uh, players to blame? Uh, no, I don't have, I don't have like certain, certain guys. I don't know why people are getting on Declan Rice. Like, we, we're asking Declan Rice to do two jobs. We're asking him to be a six and then turn into an eight and go create and be Loki what Zinchenko is for us, in a sense. Like, we're, we're asking him to go do an, to go do two, three drops. Like we, well, there's only so much we can put on his hands. Like, nah, like I said, I don't think our problem's in the mid. 
I don't think our problem is um, defensively. Like, I, I really don't think that's an issue. I truly think it's our, our front four. And Odegaard's included in that. Like, Odegaard's had so many chances this year, and he's just blown. Last year, these are goals. Like, these are certain. Like, I know it's, if Odegaard gets in this position, it's, it's money. Like, I know it's money. This year, I've seen him miss chances on the PK spot with, with him getting a touch. Like, I, I've seen it with my own eyes multiple games this year. And I'm like, bro, these are getting buried last year. So what's the difference? Honestly, what's the difference? Saka, too. Missing chances. Martinelli has, has not been anywhere. Has not been any. I haven't seen Martinelli in weeks, bro. Weeks. Yeah. I haven't seen Jesus in weeks. Like, it, it's my problem is up front. My problem is up front. And and what is your second question? Are there certain players like you said something about players? Yeah, just because I thought like when a lot of people were saying what they were saying about Declan Rice, and you said it too, like we're asking him to be a six. And then we're asking him to be an eight, where I just feel like your eight doesn't really do anything. And your eight was Havertz, but and but the thing and the thing is like Havertz, like Havertz, I'm I'm giving a little bit of leeway to because this past couple games he's he's been performing. He's been fine. I feel like Odegaard, Odegaard too is like. But like no, I'm looking at I'm looking at Odegaard like bro, you are a captain. You're supposed to lead by example. Where have you been? Like all this looking busy, bro, is is not. It's not it. We're not performing. We're not scoring. Like, oh, Declan, Declan Rice needs to pass the ball and, and be, you know, and break these lines. Like, first and foremost, he does break lines. I've seen, I've seen this guy break lines every week. I see him break lines every week. We want this guy to go be Odegaard? Like, what, what, do we, what more do we want Declan Rice to do? Like, if I'm being completely honest, he's the one stable player in this team. Like, outside of Saliba, Gabrielle, really, like, he's – the, he's the most stable guy in our team to me personally, outside of Saliba. We see this guy perform on a weekend, week out basis from pretty much sevens, like outside of this past week, pretty much sevens. So it's like, what more do we really want him to do when we have when we have Odegaard and Zinchenko in there as well when he when he's playing well? But it's like he's a liability, so we can't even afford to do that. Um, so no, I don't want to. I don't really don't want to like pin it. I'm not going to pin it on Declan Rice. Like, uh, no, I'm. Um, He's doing what he needs to do. I'm looking at these other guys. I'm, I'm looking at our front four, our front three, and Odegaard. That's who I'm looking at right now. Kai Havertz, he's just now getting on. He he didn't play well this past uh, thing, this past match, but, like, the past three, four matches before that, he played well. Got his points. So, you know, I got his goals. I can't – I just need our, our front three to start finishing, bro. Like, I need – I need a striker because there's so many times that Martinelli can just play a simple through ball to a nine. If if a nine was there, so many passes just through ball here, uh, um, slotted across here. So many times soccer ball plays a, a perfect ball in the box. Nobody's, nobody's there to head it or the header isn't good enough. How did Kai Havertz score his first goal? A soccer cross back post. Kai Havertz scored two goals like that now. So okay. it's like we need, like, I, I don't know how, how much I can stress it enough, bro. Like, if we don't, if we don't get a nine this season in January, I, if we don't get a nine this window, we're not winning the title. I will put that on wax on. Uh, I'll put that on wax right now. That was my question. If we don't get a nine this this January, I could I could honestly care less about um, a center back right now. They want to bring in center backs and uh, a midfield, bro. If we don't go get a nine 
in this January window, we might as well just look for 24, 25 season to win, go win an EPL. I'm just, I'm being completely honest because th- we're doing without it. And and I feel like it'll help our, everyone else eat on our team too. If they can cross the ball in, you feel me? And, and also go get theirs, then I feel like it'll ease our game up. But we have, what, yeah. I, no. What striker is getting you that Premier League? Bro, I think an Ivan Tony will get us that, uh, get us the Premier League. Um, they, I, I've been I've been seeing. Uh, I mean, everyone's been saying Solanke. I really don't want to go b- get Solanke if I'm being honest. And I'm not like mad at the shout, but I've only seen this guy a couple matches do this, and then they're gonna go probably sell him high for his sixty bands or six, 60 yeah. mil. You I don't need that. Yeah, I, I don't. When we can just go and just bro, just spend the money now. Like, I, I don't, bro. <laughs> like. I'm I'm looking at this January transfer window so heavily because if I'm just looking at who we go get, like, yes, I think we need midfield reinforcements. Yes, I think we need another left back. Like, they're thinking about bringing Kieran Tierney back from, from loan. Um, you Where's feel he me? at? Like, he's at uh, Sociedad. Sociedad, that's what I thought. Yeah, wow. I think he's at Sociedad. So, he, he's someone that I felt like he shouldn't have left. Just, he shouldn't have left. Like... We were so infatuated with Zinni. That you know, tyranny couldn't do, couldn't play in the middle as well as Zinni could, so we had to let tyranny go. He wouldn't get the time, but look, look at us now. Look at us now. We, now we need someone defensively who, who's who you know, he can play in the middle, but we need someone more defensively. So, yeah, yeah, man, I don't, it's, it's crazy, bro. I just, I just know if we don't go get a nine, bro, Gabriel Jesus has told him himself he's not a goal scorer. He told him from his own mouth. So if you if we want to go win a title, we have to be on pace with goals with every team above us. And we're eight goals behind, six goals behind some of these teams. Those six, seven goals are the difference between wins, draws, losses. Simple as that. We could we could be 13, 5, and 2 right now and be sitting on 45 points, 44 points. Like, we can be that. We no, want to know why? Because... <laughs> We don't we don't go we don't have a, a, a striker one. Our our wingers, we rely so much so much on our wingers to score goals and Odegaard to score goals, score goals, and even Shaka to score goals last year. That you know, when they're not performing, everything's dried up now. Now we're we're, we're relying on Gabriel Headers to go win go, get win games now. You feel me? Like we, we gotta get it sorted. And I know you switched to transfer talk. I know we didn't even, we didn't even get on Chelsea because I know Chelsea has some games too. But like, you know, I don't even want to. We can get in transfer talk in a little bit because I know we ain't talked Chelsea yet. But like, man, some of the some of the things I'm hearing about about my team in this transfer window are disturbing, bro. Like, <laughs> but we we could talk Chelsea because we have we have time to talk about that. Yeah, I was just going to say to, I mean, to Arsenal's point, I said this a little, a little bit earlier, like Odegaard, even last year, there were weeks where he just didn't show up and Saka and, you know, other players were there to pick up the slack. But I feel like this year you don't have that production goal-wise. There's no one really to pick up the slack. And when that happens, you need your big boys to to perform, you know, just in, in big moments. And, I mean, when you look at that Fulham match, like you said, you guys had chances and they scored with 30 minutes left and you just weren't able to capitalize on that. So I feel like you definitely need a striker. If you, I mean, when you look at what Liverpool's doing right now, City is being regular City. Kevin De Bruyne is about to be back. 
and Aston Villa, you know, as much as we don't like to admit it, they're they're in the top four. They it looks like they're there to stay. They're scoring goals as well, whether it be from their front three or you know anywhere else. So I feel like you guys need to figure that part out. The goals. I think you're you're 100 right on that. Defensively, you guys are sound, but when it comes to goal production, there's just a lot of misses. Weak. There's no reason we should. There's, if we want to go win a title race, there's no reason we should be sixth or seventh in, in, uh, in, in goals for. There's no way. There shouldn't be a team in seventh or eighth with more goals than us. It's, I agree. We won't, we won't win a title like that. It's impossible. Unless our goals are 10 against. 10 against like, it's impossible. Man. Crazy. No, I agree. I agree. But, yeah, man. Chelsea, I, I honestly, I really don't have much to say about us. Um, I wish Mike was here so we can kind of go back and forth, but it's good to see it's good to see two wins to close out the 2023 calendar year. Um the two one win against Crystal Palace, I, I was looking on the last time we lost to them. I think it was 2017. So Palace is one of those teams where I always feel confident when we play them. But then you know Luton the last time we recorded, I said we beat Luton 3-0 at home. We would go and smack them 3-0 as well over there. And and it looked like we were going to smack them boys 3-0. Yeah. And, you know, Luton was coming off a two-game win streak. They had beaten Newcastle um, in a big, big win. And then I, beat, I believe they beat Sheffield 3-2. And so they had a lot of momentum, you know, in the game against us. And kind of like, Gabriel, what you said – about Arsenal and you guys switched off after Saka scored that early goal. Chelsea finally, you know, Chelsea is the same way. We switch off. You know, we're up three goals. You think that third goal is the is the clincher, but for some reason we just switch off. And I feel like that's part of having a young team. But I also feel like that's partly on Pochettino. You know, you you have to make sure your boys have that killer kind of like what you said we have to smell blood we're sitting in 10th place you know closer to the relegation zone than we are the top four right now points wise and so when we get three goals this is one of those matches where you know Nani Madweke is scoring Cole Palmer got his two why isn't Nico Jackson looking to add one you know this is a game where as striker you should be looking to get one I know he had a few chances he had an assist but it's like Bro, if you're supposed to be our striker, you're supposed to be hungry for goals. Like, I, I get you can get assists and you can play in between the lines. And, and now we're moving you to the outside. So you're low-key playing as a winger. But at the end of the day, you we bought you as a striker. You need to get your goals. And I know we, we're not having as much as an issue with you just because we aren't in a title race right now. But in the same breath, you know, we're in the semifinals for the Carbaro Cup. You know, we have an FA Cup match coming up this week. I know we have no chances of winning the league this year, but I want to win a trophy some way, somehow. And when I look at games like this where we can't put them away against a team like Luton, it's tough for me to think, okay, so if we do win our semifinal match, we have to go play a team possibly like Liverpool in the Carbaro Cup. Carbaro Cup. This is a cup that we lost to them two years ago, so we should be coming back for blood. I know it's a whole new team, whole new manager, whole new core. But at the end of the day, this is something that we haven't won in a while. And we haven't won anything since, you know, our Champions League in 2021. It's about to be 2024. I haven't seen a three-year trophy drought in Chelsea 
probably my whole time being a fan of theirs. So it's good to see these wins. You know, like I used to say, winning cures all, but it it doesn't cure everything. It it just hides some of the the big things that we're lacking right now, which is being able to finish matches, being able to put away these lower, you know, these lower teams on the table. But at the end of the day, man, I I was talking about Cole Palmer before we started recording because I I was saying, you know, that I can't stop watching that Cole Palmer goal because I don't want to I don't want to create any comparisons between the two players. But I haven't seen a player come to Chelsea and just step up and take over since we had Eden Hazard. I knew you were about to say him. Like, and I don't want I don't want people to start gassing and be like, he's the next Hazard. He's an no, they're two totally, totally different players. But yeah. we haven't had anyone with the confidence to step into a team at his young age, step into a team and take over like that. And once I saw the goal, it, it honestly gave me a whole bunch of hope for what we have moving forward. Like I said, at the end of last year, I think 2024 will have more points on the table in 2023. Um, you know, with Nkuku coming in, you see how the front three, front four is starting to become a little bit more fluid. They're all interchanging between those outside wingers and, and that 10 role. And it's nice to see that our front four could, could, can, you know, there's competition now. We're moving Nico Jackson out to the wing because we have Nkuku up there now. We have Broha, Broya who wants to get more time. So players like Sterling who haven't been producing for us, you know, all those accolades that you had at Liverpool and City, it don't matter no more, bro. We need you to produce for us. And if you're not, we'll just get the next young guy off the bench. So it's good to see that we we have some competition up front. I mean, this is all I've been asking for for the last year, year and a half. We need, one, people who can be more clinical. And two, we need competition up front because we need people who can score goals. So not too much to talk about Chelsea. I'm glad where we are right now. Um, I just hope that we can continue. Like we, whenever we string together these two, three wins in a row, it seems like there's usually an international break or there's something that comes up and then we just lose all of our form. And that's kind of the biggest issue I have right now. Like, yes, we have Carabao and FA Cup coming up. We don't have a lot of African players, so it's not like we're losing a lot of people to AFCON coming up here in the next week or so. But the momentum, I feel like we we aren't able to carry that momentum into the Prem, you know, whether it be, like I said, international break or whether it's a FA, blah, 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 blah. Because we have so much squad, we like to rotate. But at the end of the day, I think Pochettino just needs to play the best 11, whatever he feels that best 11 is. I think he just needs to continue to play them and keep them on the field together. Because now that we have players coming back from injury, you know, it's going to be a whole different look come 2024. Still don't have Chilwell. Still don't have Reese James. And to be honest, with the way Malo Gusso is playing, Reese is going to have to earn his spot back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we, ha we haven't done um we haven't done any shout outs, but my shout out is going to be Malo Gusto. A lot of y'all were making fun of me and Mike last week when we were saying Malo Gusso is a proper right back. If you look at these last two matches, he's been a proper right back. He's been able to give us a lot in the attacking third. And then when you look at the defensive third, not a lot of people are beating him 1v1. He's tracking all the way back. He's doing the hard and the dirty work to make sure that we don't get scored on on his side. So for me, I, I like where we're at. I just need it to continue. Like I said, Pochettino had one job for me this year and it was to create some sort of identity 
I still don't know where it is, but I like the fact that, you know, whoever the next guy is off of the bench is given 110% because they know that we have so much squad that they're going to need to prove that they should be starting on our team. So with Chelsea right now, you know, heading into this next week, I love the way everything looks. Um, it's just keep them, just keep it up, man. Just keep the momentum, keep this play style up because this gives a lot of hope to the fans and players like us. Like I said, if we can win a trophy this year, I will think this is a su successful season. Question finish. for you. You go ahead. Uh, no, you finished. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say trophy and finishing, you know, in the top 10. Because <laughs> we can't get a trophy and be 13th place and be, you know, look at it as a success. But based on where we are right now, I would say trophy and finishing the top 10 would be a success. So I think, I th like we talked about last week, I think um, – the Carabao Cup for you guys would be good, definitely. Um, do you? I'm pretty sure Nicholas Jackson is getting is going to Afcon, right? He got called up by Senegal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so two questions. The first question: Do you think replacing him will be difficult? No. And, okay. Do you think bro? Because Hawk when you. Because when you look at our team right now, I, I mean, I think Nicholas Jackson's has seven goals in the Prem, yeah. maybe eight. And three of those came, like I keep saying, three of those Fraudulent. came from... Hmm? Fraudulent. Fraudulent. Three of those, you know, his hat trick came against a nine-man Tottenham, you know, yeah. about a, a few months ago. And a lot of his other goals have been very, very weak, meaning tap-ins. A lot of you should have scored probably two times before this, but I'm glad you got your goal today. And so when you look at his missed opportunities, I think if we put somebody like Armando Broya there who hasn't been able to get the same run of games because one, he was coming off injury. And two, you know, like I said, we have so many attackers, it's hard to to get everybody in in every match. I don't think he's hard to replace. I really don't. It's kind of like when we had Timo Werner. Timo ended with double-digit goals each of the seasons that he played with with us. But if yeah. you looked at his highlight of misses, he easily could have yeah. scored two to three more times that. And I'm I'm getting the same sort of imposter syndrome with Nicholas Jackson here. He looks very, very busy on the ball. He does all the nice things. He does the hold-up play. But when it comes to putting the ball in the back of the net, it's frustrating yeah. because he doesn't do that well. So... No, I don't think it's going to be hard to replace him. And then, you know, when you look at some of the players that are coming up, Nkuku, he's played two matches in a row now. He's got his goal, and I know he's going to be hungry for more. Nani Madweke hasn't got a lot of time to play this, you know, this year. Got two games in a row. He's got two goals. So for me, we're finding goals outside of our striker position, but I still think we need a nine if we want to compete with the top teams in the league. So do you think, to Papa's point, um, you know, Scarecrow's crazy. Yeah, him going to Afcon. Um, I'm not even sure if he he may start. I I, I don't know. I I don't know who's really fighting for that position there. But since we're on the topic, real quick of Afcon, quickly, who are your guys's picks to win the Afcon? I know like we'll talk about it a little bit more over the next few weeks as the tournament gets started. But just on here, just who are your guys's picks to win the, the Afcon tournament? Me personally, I'll go first. Um, you know, sadly, Ethiopia didn't make it. Um, but 
I have to go with my Senegalese guys, man. Um, I think uh, they're going to go back to back. So I would say, yeah, I would say this. I mean, Liberia didn't make it either. So unfortunate. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, I was going to say Senegal or honestly Ghana. I'm going to make a shout. I think Ghana might. My I'm going to tell you, I wish Mike was on here because I was going to tell him that. I think Ghana might steal it. I think, I think Ghana has a lot of big names and we're used to seeing them in the World Cup. And so we want to say Ghana, but I'm with, I'm with you, Salam. I think they're a little fraudulent. Um, they are. They they're are. still rocking. They're, they're still rocking with the IU brothers. No, man, it's Africa. It's Afghan, yeah. man. Listen, I wish Mike was on here. It's nah, Afghan. Listen, come on, bro. Y'all, y'all remember the foolishness we saw at Afghan <laughs> the last time, bro? No. Come no, on, no. bro. But if it's if you Ab- really listen, if bro. you really want my sleeper team, and I mean I don't even think they should be a sleeper, but no one's really been talking about them. Morocco. Yeah, Morocco. Too. I mean, if you look at what they did in this past World Cup, if you look at the players they have playing in Europe now, they have a strong team from Bono, from from Bono, you know, all the way up top. You know, they have some players. Hakimi in the back, who's probably going to be playing a midfield wing back role. Yeah. Um, what, what's Buddy's name that plays for PSG? Sophia Amrabat. What do you mean? Amrabat, not. <laughs> but yeah, what's what's Buddy's name? El 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 Nusi. Yeah, El Nusi. He plays you know, the, for uh, I think Villa. Yeah, they. I mean, they have some players. You know, they have a lot of players. They even yeah. uh, Adley, who plays for Leverkusen now. Yeah. Leverkusen yeah. right now is rolling. So. Was he I the one? Like, was he was he the young kid that got? Remember the young kid number eight? Like, I'm not was sure. That, was that who you're talking about? Yeah, he was yeah, like but, the, the very no disrespect to him, but he was kind of like the 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 smaller version of what James Rodriguez was. Remember when he? Was, yeah, like, every, everyone was yeah. like, "Oh my god, this kid, Onani or something." Ohani, I don't know. Onani, yeah, I think it was. Onani. Oh, let me see. Let me look at their team. All, all I'm gonna say is take the over in every game that Cameroon is in because <laughs> that keeper in there is he'll concede. He will concede. And I don't know why Ten Hag is like fighting to keep him. Like he's like, oh please stay for Tottenham, please stay for Tottenham. It's like, no, send him. I'll take him <laughs> to Cameroon. Him. I'll take him to Cameroon myself. Um but yeah, I think yeah. Nigeria Nigeria is going to be very strong this year too. I think they Nigeria have a will be will be solid. But yeah. I, I really I really think Morocco is going to make some noise. Okay. People keep forgetting. People even forgetting about Ziyech. You know what I'm saying? Now that he's found favor in the national team again, he's only 30. You know, he's not far far out of his prime. I think they just have a solid team. Um, and basically, you know, and based on the way they played in the World Cup, like they're a squad. They're a squad squad. I feel like they play for each other too. But you know, like we always say, it's Afcon. Anything can happen for real. Nah. Hey man, shout out my Senegalese guys. But yeah, man. Um, who else we got? We got um, question for you guys. Is this no disrespect, Gabriel? Is this a Liverpool City title race this year? No. No. Not yet, bro. Not yet. I I don't want to. I don't want to go ahead and say it's going to be a two-horse race because, like Gabriel said, man, they're really not out of it. And I don't want to, 
like I, I don't want to super gas Villa, but Villa's been playing well. And when you look at first place all the way down to fifth place, when you look when you look at first place to fifth place, there's only six points that separate the teams. You can't mute me, Salah. You can't mute me. Hey, that's, that's a new. That's a new. That's a new. You can't mute me, bruh. That's a new. Hey, 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 we, hey, I'm rocking all the hipster teams. I'm rocking with all the hipster teams this this uh this pod. Yo, whenever whenever anyone starts to hear some some fraudulent nonsense. Just yeah. know we're gonna take a brief intermission by yeah. yeah. Hey, you're crazy. Hey, just because y'all hey, beat Villa don't mean they're not better than crazy. Me. I'm just saying. Just because y'all beat Villa don't mean they're not better than you're me. crazy, Salam. That, that was funny. anybody can get got. I'll tell you this if, if Villa don't lose if Villa lose one or two matches at home, they'll make top four only. I'll tell you that right now. Fair. That's fair. Well, they keep winning at home, they're gonna make top four. I'll tell you that right now. But yeah, no, nah, City is only five points behind Liverpool in first place with a game in hand. So, you know, assuming they win their game in hand, they'll be two points off the top. I mean, it it's looking like it's gonna be Villa, City, Arsenal. But that all depends on Arsenal. You know what I mean? But I think it's too early just to say Liverpool and City right now. But, bro, I think City is beatable. They're very, very beatable. I mean, we've been saying it all year. They can get got. They're starting to get back in the City that we know and love or know and hate. But Liverpool looks real solid. Liverpool looks like they're back. Arsenal, is they've taken their lumps in the last couple of weeks, but I still think that they have enough in the tank to be able to push for a title race again. What you think, G? Man, I think if we don't get a nine, then we not we not making no motion. We we have no motion if we don't go get a nine. <laughs> like I'm, I'm I'm so serious. I'm I'm just sitting here looking at the table. Like Newcastle is in ninth place, and they have two more goals than us. Can like can you imagine? Newcastle is in ninth place, and they have two more goals than us. Yeah. Like what? That is crazy. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think that we're out of it. I don't think it's just City and, and Liverpool right now. Like, it's five points. It's a five point gap between Topman and us right now. I know City has a game in hand, so even at most, let's say all the teams, you know, win their matches, whatever, it'd be Liverpool forty five, City with forty three, and us on forty. Like, no, it's a, it's a race. It's five points. Like, it's so early. Points are still going to get dropped. Like by all teams, it's, let's be real. Like points are it's, we're halfway through the season. Points are still going to get dropped, but okay. like we're in a predicament now where teams might have leeway later in the season, or wins might not be as necessary later in the season because of the work that they put in the beginning of the season. Like if if Liverpool, you know, gets a seven eight point lead on the top, they could they might be able to afford to take an L or two or draw here and there later in the season. Like. We we can't afford to do that right now. We're in a position where we can't. So and even City, like if City drop, if they lose two matches and Liverpool win two matches, yeah. So I, you know it's 
the gap is even further. So it's like I said, it's it's really about you have to win on those weeks that teams above you draw or lose. Like you have to get a dub. You have to be like aware of what's going on. And I mean, I don't really like I don't mean to go back to Arsenal, but like just over these past two weeks or these past two matches, it just feels like I don't feel like we understand in the, the position that we're at. Like I feel like we're just like, oh, like we're we're still in the title race. You know, it's like it's close. And like, yeah, it's close, but this is slipping. Like, <laughs> you know, like this is this is slipping. You can't if you want to go win a title, like you have to go get results. Like these teams are getting results. Liverpool has one loss on the season. Let's be real. They have one loss on the season. They have mad draws, like, <laughs> but they have one loss on the season. City, I feel I, like that's going under the radar too. People aren't yeah, really like, talking about Liverpool are, like that. Talking about that, like, nah, Liverpool is they're 13, 6 and one. <laughs> like, it could boys be worse have, with uh, Salah leaving. For sure, and it could be worse with Salah leaving, but at the same time, some of them, some of them L's could have been, or some of them, uh, what's it called? Some of those draws could have been L's, but. They got the draws. Like, that's what I'm saying. And those are games I know that I've seen them get draws at home. Yes, they shouldn't have drawn the match, but at least they got a point. Like, that point matters. You know what I mean? Like, so, but no, I don't think it's just City and, 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 and Liverpool just yet. I think there's still some more time. I think we have a couple more weeks, at least. Let's get into some uh, transfer talk before we get to predictions real quick. I really don't even think Chelsea has too much on the transfer talk, at least not of yet. I haven't seen any names that have been buzzing. I know we got Andre Santos. We're pulling him back from loan. Forgot where he was on loan at, but Brazilian winger slash striker. We'll see how he does on the squad. Why are you bringing him back? I don't know. He has to be better than what they – they must not be happy with what they have because I think – I've seen played there. Matson played as a winger. Sterling plays as as a winger. I think Sterling can't play. I think that that's the that he's the one that's like you've clearly fallen out of form. You're making poor decisions, and you know people always say that Sterling only plays well before um, the the England call ups come out. And then once he figures out that he doesn't make it, he goes back to just, you know, just chilling, demanding. Yeah, man, I'm really di- – I, I know we're talking trashers, but I've been really disappointed in Sterling the, so far this year. Like I said, he was supposed to be one of the guys that kind of led the charge, and so far it seems like it's the young boys, CP, that are out there doing it. I'm curious because next year he'll be there for three years. I'm I'm curious to see if you guys will keep him going into next season, but uh, I definitely want to definitely want to revisit that transfer, like when it's yeah. all said and done. But as far as I like mean, transfer links, go ahead, Gabriel. I know I've been saying I I know this is this would be crazy for y'all to pull off engineering, but I've been seeing Ocean in the Chelsea man. It's been I know it's just rumors, but if anyone I could do it, it's Chelsea. Y'all could I mean do it. if. We'll, we'll see what happens after this. Uh, like, if he has a good AFCON, like, if he comes back buzzing, I could see us pulling trigger because we don't have a nine. We really don't. No. Yeah, you guys are very reactionary, too. So, if it, if, yeah, I mean, if he's facts, if he if he gets what? And the thing is, in AFCON, like, I don't know, bro. 
No disrespect to my African brothers there. But it's just like, it can be very misleading. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Remember Abu Bakar? <laughs> Actually, to be fair, Abu Bakar. Hey, he went crazy. He, he did. He went crazy. He went crazy. I'm like, my goals in the group stage. I'm like, hey. He plays yo. for Besiktas? Like, like, wow. But, um, yeah, man. If anybody would do it, it's definitely Chelsea. But as far as United links go. Yeah, what's United I, looking like? The biggest one is um, Olise from um, Crystal, Crystal Palace. Palace. Ooh. Wow. His, yeah, his release. Well, he, signed a, he, signed a new, he, he signed a new, t- uh, new uh, deal. He did. But the crazy part is, is that apparently he has a release clause and it's only $60 million. And I, I, I mean, I'm just like, yo, sign me up. Hey, I'm just like, yeah, that that's a no brainer. And again, like Olise falls into that category of like Ivan Tony and Declan Rice, maybe not to that like magnitude, right? Like right what? away. But, like right, no, I'm not saying to like their like magnitude. Like, I mean, they're just in their prime right now, so it's easier to say like they would have more of an impact. And this guy who's still young, but I still think that this guy is a player that would help any of our teams. So I think signing him up, signing him up would definitely be a, a no-brainer. And it, and it's good because hopefully um it, it obviously shows that they're not happy with the wingers that, that we have we currently have. So guys like Anthony, guys like Rashford, guys like guys like, you know, I mean Garnacho. You know, you you got you know, yo. We we got to get better. So, we're also linked oh. with guys like Werner too. But so I don't I don't mean to get off the topic of uh, transfers. But what do you think about Ahmed Diallo coming back? I like Ahmed Diallo a lot, but what I'm seeing with this manager is, if you're good, he won't play you. So, um, I just. I think that he's a good player. Um, he's a really good player. There was a little clip that, that I, that's been circulating around uh, online about, like, you know, United players going 1v1 with people and, like, look at the 1v1 he had and then look at the 1v1 had, uh, Anthony had. Night and day. I think he's clearly – he could be potentially our best winger on that side. Left-footed, too. Definitely an answer for the right-hand side, but he probably won't play. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think about the talks though? I mean, you you I'd say you said you want to bring Olise. My only problem with Olise is just too injury prone. He's never healthy. Like Yeah. But I mean always missing time. But when he's yeah. on the pitch, he's good though. Like I would never dog Olise. I think he's amazing. I mean, I would love him a lot. Yeah, I mean shit. I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't stop at Olise. I, I would while we're there, if you want to take this other sixty for Eze. I would do that too. Um, I think both of those guys. I think both of those guys are going to be really good, and I think that that has to be the route that United goes now. We can't we can't go after these like the Harry Canes anymore. Name the, brand, like, yeah, the name. We, we can't do that. I actually saw a link to this to this guy at Atalanta midfielder, and I liked it because it's like I've never heard of him. Like we need more guys like that. You know what I'm saying? We don't need so. Um. Yeah, definitely. I I would welcome Olise. Definitely. I think Timo Werner. It sounds crazy, but I think that he would be effective in this team with the way that we play. You know that across the ball. Yeah, 
he Cornelius, can get down the mute. line and cross you're, the ball. You're, you're on mute. You're on mute, Cornelius. Oh yeah, my bad. I said he'd be like what Mudrick is to us. Like he, he's not the score, but that speed and being able to link up with whoever's playing that ten role. I think yeah. he'd be good for y'all. I mean, if honestly, bro, if you look at what Timo did the two years he was on our team. He was very, very productive. Goals and assists. I mean, and if he was just better at scoring goals, he honestly would have been in a golden boot race. <laughs> He's dead ass. But but the crazy I thing think is, Timo would be good for you guys because you don't have anyone that could that that's willing to do the hard work that he does. Yeah, and that's as consistent as him. Like he doesn't really get hurt. He'll be there every match. But he's not even playing for Leipzig or like that. So I'm just like, these are the caliber of players that we're getting. You know, the, the guys that don't even play well, they're not even playing for their teams. But, you know, yeah, I mean, Regulon is, 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 is gone now, too. So, you know, there's that. But yeah. we move. Mm. Hey, Rob, uh, any, any links to Arsenal? You seen any, anybody? Man, I've, been seeing, I've been, listen, I'm so interested in what we do this window. Like I, I've been saying this whole episode, um, we've been looking at center back. You think it's a big window? Yeah, ten thousand. If, if we, if we want to go, if we want to, I mean, in the, in like in the grand scheme of things, like if we, personally, if we don't go buy a striker this window, I'm just thinking that we're calling this season dead in the, in the Premier League. We might just go try to win champions. Like, if I'm being completely honest, because I don't know what he can't see. And this is one thing about Arteta, man. He's stubborn. Like, I think everyone knows that like, Arteta is stubborn. His way is like his way or, the high, or like the highway. Like, you know, like you, you can't. He's very stubborn when it comes to his decisions. And I've been seeing that we want to keep Eddie and Ketia. I, I see that Palace is interested. I know Brentford's interested. And I think there's another team, maybe Bournemouth or something like that, inter- like heavily interested in Ketia. We keep saying no. And I don't know if that's true, but. I've heard that Arteta has him in his plans. And I'm just like, bro, there's an Ivan Tony over there that you can go cash and Enketia. And we already have this FFP, you know, thing on our, over our head. We can't spend too much. <laughs> what are we really talking about? <laughs> you know, like, um, I see us in uh, in links with def- for defenders. Um, Slaughterback from, uh, from Dortmund. I see we've been in on him which they're saying is, is a little bit unrealistic for this January. I've seen DeLitt. I hear, I hear we want to bring in DeLitt from uh, – he's he's at Juve right now, right? Yeah. DeLitt, yeah. yeah, DeLitt's at Juve. He's at Bayern. Yeah, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. Um, but Bayern, how we want to bring him in. And, you know, I, th- I think that would be a good signing. Um, midfield-wise, I've heard Douglas Luiz, even though they're talking – that number is looking too crazy for, for trying to bring him a villa. Um, and I've heard Andre Onana as us for an option, which I wouldn't even be mad about a parte replacement. I, like I said, Wait, I've written Andre, you know, I'm a dude. I'm a dude. Sorry, I'm sorry. A I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Andre, no, 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 it's my fault. My fault. I'll take I'm a dude. Pause. I'm a dude. Yeah, I'm a dude. Um, Onana, <laughs> yeah, I heard he's he's been he's been linked. Um, which I would a Partey replacement. I'd be happy with that. I, I've been saying this since last year. I've been high on Onana for years now. Um, I, I've always liked, you know, the way he plays football. So 
Um, so yeah, and then up top, you know, Ivan Tony Solenke. Um, I've, I mean, Ali Watkins, I haven't really heard his name too much, but um, I he think he's that much better. Player. Is he that much better than Gabriel? Yeah, Solenke, who, who he Ali those four goals, he's scoring these headers that Jesus is missing, like, like Salam, like. For the amount no, I, I just, of, of I, time that we we cross the ball, like Saka, when when he can't go beat a player and he can just take a little step to the left, he's he's not even picking his head up. He's literally just putting the ball in the in the in the in the dead spot of the of the of the goal in the center no, of the goal. I, yeah. All we I'm need asking, is someone to finish. Like I'm asking, like how much are you going to pay for Ali Watkins? That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. I haven't been here Ali Watkins either because I know Aston Villa is going to want to make us pay a bag because strike. Like this is the thing. Nines are 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 scared. so rare. They're scared. It's like it's a yeah. rarity, right? It's a premium. Yeah, it's premium gas. This is diesel. Yeah. Like yeah. you feel me? Like blue cheese. This is yeah. it's cheese. You gotta, <laughs> yeah. you gotta. Whatever you want to pay for, whatever you want to pay for a striker is add yeah. an extra twenty to thirty mil on top just yep. for interest. Like and right. on any good striker, because they every club knows. When they have one, it's like ah, bet. So if we even need to sell you, we, we know we're getting an extra twenty or thirty. Because and teams know that we're in need, bro. No, you don't think Bournemouth is going to try to extort us? Oh yeah, we're going to take their best player. If they, Bournemouth is hey, we need sixty-five bags, seventy bags for this for this man. Like, and I know they're going to try and do that. Brentford's talking a hundred for Ivan Tony. Like, come on, this man that played in six months talking about a hundred mil. What do you mean? They're saying yeah. Douglas Luiz, a midfielder, is going for 100 mil coming out of Aston Villa. And that's probably even gone up because they know we need him too. So Ali Watkins is going for at least 90. Hey, 80, shout out, 90. They've been doing some great business. In yeah, the last like, years. you know, the the players that we want, like, I understand maybe some of like, the defenders that we want are, aren't at a premium, but, like, bro, we, we don't need that right now. Like, I know we're a little stretched thin defensively, but yeah. – if you're telling me we can sell Kivior to to another team, damn, sell him, sell him already for loan, bro. Already, we, we need we him. need to fund our FFP problems are ser- our FFP problems are serious, and we're and we're um we're looking at options on on how to get how to get money to fund January. We have to buy in like if we don't buy in January, we're done. Not I know here. we need to get Jorginho's gonna be out. El Neni is one of the first ones gonna be out. I've been hearing Jorginho's gonna go out. Um, but I've been here, you know it's crazy. I've been hearing a Curtis Jones shout, and I'm not even mad at oh it. Oh my god. I'm not I yeah, it's crazy. Arteta's in been it's about Curtis about Curtis Jones. And as a Damn. backup, like a I think I think Curtis Jones <laughs> would would uh would replace like a Smith Rowe, honestly. Like if we decide to sell Smith Rowe or something like that, like he would replace Smith Rowe, which I I'm not mad at a guy who has prem experience, like proper prem experience on a top team either. I'm so you're just exchanging like, one academy you for another, but but one is a little bit better, <laughs> bro. Like I'm not even, I might like like I said, my head isn't even with like midfielders, nor they're with not defenders, good. and and it sucks because we're gonna lose Tamiyasu to the Asian Cup. Um, oh. to the yeah, I think it's the Asian Cup. We was in Tamiyasu for a little bit, so we're just really we're truly stressed like thin defensively. That's why I, I can understand us bringing in someone else. You know, Timber's so injured, Tamiyasu will be gone. Really can't trust Zinni. So I, you know, Tierney's thinking about we're thinking about bringing him back from loan, which I think would be great. Like 
we need it. That's a that's player. a no brainer to me. That's a no. Yeah, brainer. like we we need it. we need him, bro. I'm sorry, but defensively, like he can keep up. You know, he might not be the best playing in the middle and stuff like that, but Cedric, Cedric, that's all Cedric. It's not come on. Cedric's on his way out. Cedric's on his way out. Um, but but yeah, no, nah, man. I, my head is my this is this is where like I might lose my mind with Arteta because he's so stubborn in his ways and he's like. Bro, I understand that we have some academy youths and, and this and the third, but bro, some how can we how can we show favor to Eddie and Ketty and not Balogun? Like, bro, like yeah, we we can sell Balogun in a heartbeat, but we can't go get fifty mil for Eddie and Ketty. Like, I mean, you guys extended him. You extended him. Yeah, bro, we we can't go get some bread for Eddie and Ketty. We won't, we won't, we're not even going to consider selling him because he's in your plans. And what planet is this man good enough to, to start in our shirt? Like, let's just be real, bro. Like, let's just be real. Like, is he going to be Arsenal's nine moving forward? No. Like, is he ever going to start for us? No. I don't even want players who are ever going to potentially start for us. Like, if I'm being real, I don't. I want players who can come in, they can start if they weren't, you know, if it wasn't somebody even better than them on the pitch. Like like I said, I want two, three deep pause every position. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, for real. Like, no, chill, pause. But like I need I need two, three players deep in every position. Oh you're crazy, you're crazy. I said pause, bro. Yeah, you did. Nah, like I'm trying to be on some Manchester City with it. Like, nah, I feel that's you. where we need to be. And I'm sorry, but he's not good enough to start for our team. He shows me that almost. He shows me that a lot. And I'm not going to say he hasn't done a service for service for us because he has. He's come in and done well for us when guys have been injured. But if a, if a starting guy is 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 coming in, he's not starting really ever. And if we bring in another guy like Ivan Tony, now you have just better options. Like you have Ivan Tony, now you have Eddie and Ketsu, or not sorry, not Eddie and Ketsu, but you have Gabriel Jesus and possibly Trissard if you need to throw him up here. Even if we bring in Solanke, I'm sorry, Solanke is better than Eddie and Ketsu to me. Just let's just keep it a buck. He's gonna fit our system better than Eddie and Ketsu to me. So yeah, you're on you're on mute. You're on mute. So if even if even if you have a Jesus and a Solanke, like that's that's a better combo to me. And no, I don't think we should go pay that money. But listen, if Brentford is interested in Eddie and Ketia, give swap, give him 30 mil and say what's good. We can even do a loan deal. Brentford likes us. Like, I just don't see the stubbornness, bro. That's where I'm at. Like, we have it, we can go get people. We just we're just deciding not to. We're deciding to sign some things that we can go worry about in the summer. And I know they say we can go probably spend more in the summer and get a bigger striker in the summer, but them, them strikers might not be here. That's just, that's just mm. keep it a buck. These strikers might not be here. Solanke might, oh, you know what? 60 mil, this this club wants me. I'm going to go over here. Oceanman, oh, I want to go to Chelsea, 120 backs. I'm over here. Like, I don't want Vlahovic. I'm cool. I, we've been linked. I'm cool on him. I'm all the way good. So... Like, like I've been saying, some of these strikers might not be here. And, and don't give don't let another team come in for Ivan Tony too. Oh, Arsenal don't want me out. Bet I'm gonna go over here. When so when is Tony officially back? January like 
19th or okay it's like it's in a, it's in a couple weeks or so so like he i'm assuming he has to be like reinstated before teams can actually like yeah he probably has to pass physical and all that but i wonder do you think he will make a move in january though i just feel like they him i've been talking about tony I just feel like with him, I can see a move where they're just like, nah, man, like you're going to stay here. Because for them, it's in their best interest to be like, to keep him another, yeah. Keep him and then to be like, we'll sell you in the summer. But like, you obviously got to get your stock up. I mean, I I just, I I just, do you think a team is going to come in and pay 80 million for him right now? I mean, my thing is, my thing is, why would, why would Brentford be interested in Ketsy if they weren't already thinking about this player is going to go? They've already they've already known he's been on radars. They can't stop. Come on, it's like a it's like a Declan Rice thing. It's like a mm-hmm. Kaiseido thing. It's like a McAllister thing. You you're gonna some players you know are just outgrowing your club, and it, it's yeah, time no, to no, cash in. Sure. And it's no, like I'm just saying, they can the go timing, get. Mm-hmm. I'm for the timing. I mean, they're thinking okay if. We're gonna have to move on with Ivan Tony anyway. Let's go get the bread now. And it that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Brent, why would they be interested in Eddie and Ketty if they already weren't thinking about potentially Ivan Tony leaving the door? And no, that's I why I'm just saying, like, I know it's not as simple as like a just oh just swapping this and then the third, but yeah. It's, it's very like it's very possible, man. Who knows? I know a lot of people, I know a few teams that could benefit from him. Uh so it'll be interesting to see how. How that pans out. Um, let's just do uh, predictions real quick and get out of here. Um, we may we may have uh, may have recorded by the next time that we play, but we play next Monday. FA Cup away against um, Wigan um, at the at the DW Stadium. I don't even know what that hey, that's is. Crazy Wigan. Yeah, Wigan. So. I think we. I don't even think they're in championship, bro. No, they're not. They're in uh, League One. League One. So, um, hopefully, McTominay feels right at home. Um, You're crazy. But I, no, I mean, I, I'm, I'm serious. I, I think that guy, if he wasn't on our team, I don't see him out in, in the Premier League. Wigan is disgusting. I think, like, think about this. Think about this. And this is not a shout, I feel like, for me. The fact that, like, Russ Barkley is playing for Luton. And low-key, Russ Barkley is balling this year. Yeah, he's balling. He's balling. I'm not going to lie. He's balling out. Russ Barkley can play for Luton. You're telling me Scott McTominay is above that? Scott McTominay is not even half the player Russ Barkley is. No. I mean, I can't. I'm not going to say not half the player, but I see. I see what you're saying. Do you think? Hold on, because Gabriel had a shout earlier. I thought Dominic Solanke. Do you think that the gap in between Dominic Solanke and Eddie and Ketia is bigger than the gap in between Scott McTominay and Ross Barkley? Wow. Because I think Ross Barkley is clear of yeah, Scott yeah, he's McTominay. Clear. Like, he's, he's clear. Like, yeah, I think he's clear. Bro. I mean, okay, I honestly can't even say Solanke clears and Ketia, bro. Yeah, okay. 
I can't. I'm, I'm, not even gonna, I'm not. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I don't. I don't hate this shout because I've seen over the past couple of weeks. Like okay, you can really finish. You be in the in the middle yeah, of the goal. You stay sure. between the goal posts. Like that's it's different when you're doing it for a top four club. Though. Yeah, but it's. But listen, when you get signed, I'm not gonna. I don't mind trying to diss them or like anything like that. But when you when you're on a team like Bournemouth, who's in the, in and out, you know, ch- uh, championship Premier League, like. You know, yeah. you have the expectations are different, bro. When you come to a, a club like Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, yeah. there are expectations. Like we we're not giving you time, bro. Like now nah, we're in a win now situation, win now mode, win now situation. If you're not performing, bro, we're gonna be on your head top. Like fam, you, we brought you. You know why you're here. So I don't know. I, I don't think I don't think Pause. he clears them here. Pause, Papa. I think he was talking. He was talking about McTominay. McTominay did have that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that he game, did have that goal. That yeah. game winner. That game winner. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that was a good moment. McTominay. Um, who do y'all play though? Uh, we have Liverpool on Sunday. Mm. I don't even know. I think. I mean, I'm not gonna call it. I'm not calling it GRG, but I just think this is a. When this is a confidence game for us. Like we need to get back in the groove, and I think this is a I think it's a must win. Like I, for us, we have to get some type of flow back because after this match, we don't play for 13 days. So the I know we have a, a couple guys with knocks. Like they, Ben White's been nursing an injury. Saka's Achilles been nursing that. Like this is this is two weeks where if we get a win against Liverpool, two weeks. All right, we can start this running a matches of unbeaten streak or something. Because I'm telling you, bro, we lose against Liverpool, man. It's looking slow. It's looking, and I know it's not for the league, but it's looking slow. Like we and we see Liverpool again in another like couple weeks after we play them in the FA Cup. Like our next, uh, we played Liverpool a couple weeks ago, maybe two, three weeks ago. We played Liverpool within like three times in seven matches. Like, do you see him before Salah comes back? I think we see him like I don't know what does Afcon end like February, early February, like February fourteenth or something like that. Yeah, like second week of February. I think we play him like I think we play him like February twentieth. So he'll probably be back. Like, and t- and guess what? I don't know. He'll probably be back. So that means Tommy also be back too, which is good because then Tommy also can start, and we, we won't have those same problems. Um, but yeah, man, I, I just hope we can, we can get a win against Liverpool. And I think it's at home too. I want to see. Who do y'all play Cornelius? I was going to say, we see Preston, um, at home for the FA cup on Saturday. Preston. Just continue. Hey, I, I'm not gonna lie. We've been getting some easy draws in both Carborough and FA cup. So. Hope that continues. I believe we will get the win. I want to see two or three goals. I just want to continue this target practice. We should be putting goals on frame. Preston been stinking it up too. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. But these are the games. These are the games where we'll play to their level and we'll lose. So it's at home. Hopefully, we protect the bridge. I want to see a clean sheet. To be honest. That's fair, man. Good stuff, guys. Um, oh, locks of the week. Anyone have you guys? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Ooh, what are your yeah, locks of the week? 
Let me leave you my lock of the week real quick. Um, Off the top of my head. Um, off the top of my head, I think Cornelius probably has the best record when it comes to these picks. Um, 3-0, baby. I think... Um, except today... Okay. Tottenham Burnley. Anybody fancying that Tottenham at home? Yeah, I was looking at that, but yeah, that wasn't my lock of the week. Um, you know what? I'm gonna roll with Tottenham this week. Richarlison has been hot, good vein of form. Richarlison, anytime you go for it. Hmm. That's my pick. Okay. I'm gonna go enter. Uh, what was it? Wow. Has Varona. I was just enter. looking. Inter has Varonas. Yeah, um, <laughs> to get that dub. I need to get right. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll go tomorrow. Barcelona versus Las Palmas. <laughs> Las Palmas. Be careful. I'm gonna say Barca and over two and a half goals, or one and a half goals. That's one crazy. I was actually, I would actually pick Los Palmas. They're nice, bro. I know they really don't score, and they really don't get scored on. But like, they're yeah, they're, bro, they're a good team, man. They they play football, bro. You're moving it. You know who's good, man. Girona be Atletico Madrid. I was today. just about to say before we ended. Yeah, I, four I three yesterday. That just was a crazy game. Crazy. Just didn't even care about Morata's hat trick. Said, "No, nah, we at home. We gonna get this dub." Um, and back, yeah, low key. We, I'm gonna have to watch a few more Girona matches. I've only seen like one, and it was way early in the season, but they're tied on points with Madrid right now, yeah, both sitting at 48. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? Ivan <laughs> Martin, he scored in the 90th minute, 90, 92nd mm. minute, yeah. And Marata really kept him in the match, scored the first goal, they scored, you know, he really kept him in the match, got him up 3 2. Or three got him back to three three level and Gabriel. Do you think Morata would help y'all? No. Nope. See, I don't know what it is about Morata, bro. I don't think he's I don't think he's a prem guy. I mean, we, yeah, he's, he's already not, he's, not, he, he's already had our stint with us, so I can tell you from experience. Okay. I don't know if Morata's that cat. Yeah, I, I can't. That's just that just sounds like so high risk. Like, yeah. I'm good, bro. Like, nah. I feel like I feel like he could easily, and I'm not even gonna say like Drew was bad for us, but like, you know, like how Drew had those rough, had those rough. Like, I could just feel Morata just coming in. Yeah, it's just not worth it. Nah, yeah, just not. At 31 years old, he's really not trying to bang with. We need a a young striker, bro. We need a young killer, man. Like, bro, I just I cannot get off this Ivan Tony. Bro, if we this it doesn't happen, bro. bro I just don't I don't know, man. I, I'm very curious to see if he moves in January. I just I feel like it's for from, from what I've been hearing, I think it's possible. From we'll what I've been hearing, I think it's possible. If we if they want one of our strikers, we want one of y'all strikers. We in a money problem. We can give you this striker and maybe give you some bread, or even give him do it alone and then pay eighty percent of his wages for the rest of the year and then do it in the summer. For twenty five bags, twenty five mil, bro. I, I think it's possible. And this is this is not even just like 
I, I want to wait to see what David Orenstein says and all that because you know they're in Fabrizio because they're they're gonna that's <laughs> right um because you know they're gonna have the inf- inside scoop but I think it's possible I think it's yeah. possible it's funny I actually went to a, to college with a kid named Preston first time I ever heard that name <laughs> you're not yeah. wrong very preppy uh yeah, yeah, <laughs> very sure. preppy name um <laughs> what'd you call him prez no we called him preston <laughs> no, very good all right well appreciate everyone for tuning in and as always good luck to you and your future endeavors